0: Two, one Seven things you didn't know, you need to know I'm Kira Rebens and this is the Smart 7 Ireland edition Good morning, it's Wednesday the 25th of January It's Irish Coffee Day Happy birthday, Alicia Keys, Vladimir Zelensky, Justin Ingram and Jack Fowler there's no end to Pascal Donoghue's troubles even after his statement to the Dáil admitting breaching election donation rules in 2020. He told the packed House on Tuesday afternoon that the standards in public office had been informed and that amended election expenses had been submitted. But on Tuesday evening, the Ditch website reported more issues saying that Donoghue had failed to declare his membership of a company board of directors as he's required to do when he was a senator in 2009. Here he is in the Dáil explaining the election expenses issue. I was unaware of any of these details prior to Wednesday night. Despite my best efforts in recent weeks to ensure the fullest account of the support given in both 2016 and 2020 was accurate. An amendment will be made to my 2020 general election expenses form to reflect the new information. This is the second statement in the door on the matter by the Minister since last week and the opposition parties weren't having any of it. Sinn Féin's Piers Doherty said that Minister Donoghue had been cut out. But the question I put to you on four occasions was the one you could not answer. The information you gave this house was even how many tickets Michael Stone bought off you in a national draw. But you failed to tell us that he paid to put up your election posters and not just one, but two elections. And the reason you couldn't answer that question, because you knew at that time that you were caught out again. Six. Tuesday afternoon, saw the Oscar nominations announced and it was officially the best day ever ever for the Irish in Hollywood. Martin McDonagh's black comedy The Banshees of Inisherin* and scooped nine nominations, including a Best Actor nomination for Colin Farrell and three Best Supporting nominations for Kerry Condon, Brendan Gleeson and Barry Keoghan. Martin also collected nominations for Best Director, Best Original Screenplay and Best Picture. But it didn't end there. There was also a Best Actor nomination for Paul Meskell in the movie *After Sun and a historic moment as an Irish language film picked up the first ever film Osweil get to be nominated for Best International Feature Film from Colleen Kuhn. It all added up to an extraordinary list of Irish names on Hollywood's biggest stage. Kerry Condon. Brendan Gleeson. Barry Keoghan. Colin Farrell. And The Quiet Girl, Ireland. Here are the ten nominees for Best Motion Picture of the Year. The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Graham Broadbent. Pete Cherneen. And Martin McDonough. Producers. In Ukraine, corruption allegations have led to a shakeup of senior government officials by President Vladimir Zelensky. There was a string of sackings on Tuesday, including the deputy head of Ukraine's presidential office. The country's anti-corruption police is reportedly investigating bribes, and President Zelensky says officials could face jail. The Ukrainian Cabinet of Ministers has dismissed the deputy minister exposed by Ukraine's National Anti-Corruption Bureau. Law enforcers have every opportunity to conduct an investigation and bring the case to court. Meanwhile, German news site Der Spiegel has reported the country has finally agreed to let Poland send Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine. Ukrainian former professional boxer Vladimir Klitschko explained why they need the extra protection. We defend ourselves against the Russian army and we want our country back, nothing else. Anyone who claims that Russian territory could be attacked with Leopard tanks plays the game of Russian propaganda. Ticketmaster has been getting a grilling from the US Senate over multiple software attacks that disrupted the sale of Taylor Swift 2023 concert tickets. In a written statement, the Californian company explained how its systems have been targeted by bots used illegally to obtain tickets. The systems couldn't cope, leaving thousands of fans disappointed they couldn't buy seats. Ticketmaster accounts for 70% of ticket sales in the US and Senator Richard Blumenthal criticised the company for trying to shift the blame on the singer. Ticketmaster had the temerity to imply that Tobacco involved in pre-ticket sales was Taylor Swift's fall and may I suggest respectfully that Ticketmaster ought to look in the mirror and say I'm the problem it's me. Still to come in the Smart 7 Island edition Carabao Cup action and an exclusive look into The Last of Us right after this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. Welcome back. Tuesday saw another Premier League club putting up a for sale sign as fresh from sacking manager Frank Lampard Everton owner of Farad Moshiri is selling the club He's hoping to recoup the £500 million he has invested in the club's new stadium which is still under construction but with stakes in Liverpool and Manchester United also for grabs it may be challenging to find a buyer Meanwhile Tuesday night saw the first of this week's Carabao Cup semi-final first legs Southampton hosted Newcastle as both teams looked to end long domestic trophy droughts Southampton won the FA Cup in 1976 and Newcastle have been waiting since 1955 in the end a red card for Southampton and a single goal for Newcastle saw Eddie Ho's men set up nicely for the return to St. James's Park. Well, we're pleased to win the game that was our uh, aim before the match but we know with the 1-0 de- you know, scorelines delicate nothing's decided Southampton are a very good team they showed today they've got quality so we go to next week with our fans behind us and hopefully um, they can make the difference. Josh Duhamel is starring in the brand new Jennifer Lopez movie *Shotgun Wedding*. It's a sort of action adventure slash rom-com, and it stars Josh, J.Lo, Lenny Kravitz, and the woman everyone is talking about, Jennifer Coolidge. She plays Josh's mom and J.Lo's mother-in-law, and Josh says working with her was an extraordinary experience. She's amazing. I mean, Jennifer Coolidge is. A, she reminds me a little bit of what it might have been like to work with an Andy Kaufman, or like Bill Murray, or somebody who you never know what the hell they're going to do. Yeah, because she would just do things. We're all like, do you want another take? She says, no, I'm good. Like, I guess that's what you want to do. And then you see it on screen and it's brilliant. Just two episodes in and we're learning that no one's safe in HBO's post-apocalyptic horror series, The Last of Us. The latest instalment saw Joel played by Pedro Pascal and Anna Torv as Tess, successfully bringing Ellie, who's immune to the infection that's ravaged humanity, to the drop-off location, But nobody, nobody still living, that is, is there to meet her. But in a special episode of our very own Dragoncast podcast, which is now live, series creator Craig Mazin provided some relief on whether a certain socialite survived the outbreak. Uh, The infection hit in 2003. Is Paris Hilton okay? (laughs) She is either uh, running some sort of uh, cult compound, let's say, in Florida, or... Uh, She is a clicker that is moving on a very strict, repeating course around a few rooms in her mansion. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs.